In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today we have a Dear DST and our favorite segment, Class Smash or Pass. Yes, this Class Smash or Pass we went to together. We were very excited um, because it was a dance class. We went to 305. You actually suggested it in the first place. I did. I have a friend who's been a DJ at 305 for a very long time. And every time I've talked about, oh, I want to get back into dance or I want to get into working out, she's like, you need to come to 305. It's a vibe. The music's amazing. And this is the first time I went because it was for work. But <laughs> yeah, no, but great to have an excuse to go. Yeah. And it was on a Sunday afternoon, which is like, who is she yeah. leaving her house to go work out on a Sunday? Yeah. And you actually told me you had a big night out. I did have before. a, yeah, I had shows and I was hung over because, and I never drink, yeah, but, I know. but we had shows that were delayed for hours. And so when I got out, I just fireballed it up. Showed up. Uh, Fireball. Yeah. Okay, party girl. Fireball. It's my fave. If I'm drinking, that's where you can find me. I mean, it is so, so good. It's, it's so like good. liquid it's red hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a dessert liquor. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you made it. Yeah. And I was excited to go after you told me, but also very, very nervous because... As you know, me and Corio mm-hmm. don't really have the best of relationships. Mm-hmm. We've struggled throughout the years. Mm-hmm. I'm not the most coordinated person on the planet, but I'm strong. Okay. So she like she is strong. I, I am strong. So when when I go to a class that's like half dance cardio and half we're doing exercises on the floor, I know I can at least nail half of it. Yeah. This psyched you out. I a little bit, but and I didn't help either because Emily came in late and in 305, like you have to like stand on a circle or whatever because people don't know how to stagger themselves naturally if they're not, you know, dancers. Yeah. Um, so Emily's like looking around for a spot and I was just like, oh, there's like a circle in the front. <laughs> it was not only was it in the front, it was two feet from the mirror. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, you're going to be staring yourself down this whole time and you're going to like it. Did you like it? I didn't hate it. I'm oh, not going to lie. Yeah, no, I would have never gone to the front if you hadn't forced me to. Um, I, well, but oh, there was no other space. No, not I that I could have saved see. it next to me. But it, Remy, I'm happy there was, that I wasn't dancing There was dancing a group of teens you. next to me that were terrifying <laughs> me the whole time. You would have hated them. I probably would. Yeah. Wait, actual teenagers? Teenagers, yeah. 
Or did they just look like? I, I feel like twenty year olds Emily, look there like was, teenagers. Okay, so. maybe there were twenty, but there was a point in the class. I don't know if you remember this, but she was like, the instructor goes, turn to somebody and like lock partner eyes up. and partner up or whatever. I'm in like group of this teen gaggle, and none of them wants to look at me. So I ended up just like looking at the did back. Do they think of the they're going to turn to stone? If they I look guess, at you, I guess, um, or they just like they were like, she's old. Like I don't want this <laughs> right. to be my partner. It's gonna get all over me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I can't handle being with like insanely young people just because they're so flexy. Their legs go so high. Okay, can we talk about flexy? Yeah. Because one of the things I haven't been to a dance class in such a long time, and one of my Things I notice all the time is stretching pre-dance class. And it's kind of like people doing their various stretches on their own. Like in other classes that we've gone to, no one's been stretching because like it's like they're going to lead us through the stretches and whatever. But in a dance class, like people are like in their butterfly. They're stretching their (laughs) legs up on the wall or whatever. Like it was giving like the center stage like jazz class. Yeah, they're all burning their ballet shoes. Yeah. Um, and just like you could see how flexible some of them were initially. And so I was like, oh, like, should I stretch? Like, do you ever have that feeling when you're like, oh, everyone's stretching? Like, maybe totally. I should stretch yes. to like look like I'm doing something. I have. And it, it's always like it tears me up inside. Like I'll be sitting there and all I want to really do is just relax, take some deep breaths mm-hmm. before the class. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I get filled with existential dread before the class Mm -hmm. because like I've committed to this thing. I know that I'm in for the hour. But then when I see other people stretching, yeah, I do feel like I need to stretch too because I need to be on the same level as them. But oftentimes I don't really know what to do. Oh, see, I, I, it took me back. What are your go-to stretches? The butterfly. Okay. I hate that one. Well, you have to do it. I know. It loosens up your hips. It's also like a really nice place to just go and be alone. If you just like, like put your head down in your lap while you're doing it, like you're stretching and you also don't have to look at your other classmates. You're saying head in the lap as if my head could ever reach my lap. Okay. Head, put your chin on your chest. That's it. You just have to look down. Put your head in your lap. Yeah. Just pretend, just look down. It gives you an out of like socializing. Sure. Um, Well, that's, that is nice. A straddle. Got to do a little straddle. Okay. And then walk the hands down. Okay, I can do that one. I do a one leg uh, bent and in the front and then one leg bent in the back and then twist. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little back crack. Mm-hmm. All of this makes me look Is like I'm going to be much better when you do in that? class. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, than how I actually was. Sure, sure. No, I, I mean, I wasn't watching you the whole time. This was a packed class. Oh, I don't know how you would have even seen me. I was like... No, no, no. So yeah. sometimes I would get a glimpse of you because there was a lot of turning mm-hmm. a la the Macarena. Oh, yes. Um. So, you know, a lot of rotating. So, uh, you know, occasionally I would see you. Mm-hmm. Again, a long sleeve shirt. Interesting. I like it. Is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about... I'm just curious. I'm genuinely asking. Um, I you feel like you could feel move? more contained. And I also, my long sleeve shirts, are they're like dry fit. And so they're tighter than any short sleeve that I have. Okay. That would be billowy. And so especially in a dance class, I like to see like how my body is moving. Okay. And I don't like, I don't like my arms, you guys still. I'm sorry. I know I said I was over it. I was wrong. You don't uh, have to be over it. So yeah, I, I wear them just to kind of like. Make yourself feel more comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. Would you do a long sleeve leotard? Yeah. I would love a long sleeve leotard. They're so chic. I would have loved to see somebody wear a leotard to this class. But if everyone we go was wearing... to more dance classes, I'll wear a leotard at some point. Okay, fun. I actually think <laughs> I have one because my senior year of high school, I was in the uh, musical and we had to buy a leotard. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I got to buy this fucking leotard. It was like, you know, 50 bucks or something. I don't know what a leotard's cost. I love a leotard. I think they're great. I just have no purpose for a leotard. I guess... I could wear it as a bathing suit if I needed to. I just, my point is, it's been in my armoire okay. for the past, when did I graduate high school? I have 15 years. And um, you wear the, the leotard then. Come to should I wear the leotard? leotard? Yeah. Okay, I'll wear it. We yeah. can wear them together. Great. And then we can wear matching tap shoes. This, this <laughs> I would say, though, the leotard would not have been appropriate for this type of dance because you mentioned the Macarena. 305 is... It's basically like line dancing, you know, like at a club med, but with more butt thwomping. Yeah, it's kind of like a flash mob, but hornier. It's super horny. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of twerking, um, a lot of stanky leg. Yeah. It was the first time I I had gotten licensed to do a stanky leg. And I was like, oh, my God. I was thinking the same thing. I know how to do this. But I will say it was a stanky leg. It was muted. Light. Yeah. It was like... um. Yeah, it was like a half a stanky leg. A stanky whiff. Yeah, or a, a, no, a, a, whiffy a whiffy leg. leg. Yeah. It was a whiffy leg. It was like a side lunge, but in that kind of stanky leg motion. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. But yeah, the instructor obviously could dance yeah, well. Yeah, she was great. And um, so she was doing all these sexy moves. I think, okay, aside from the particular moves, just in general, mm-hmm. dance is therapeutic like there's something about dancing that really does exert a lot of good Mm -hmm. energy do you know what I mean but also the sexiness that she injected into the dance and I think all of the 305 instructors do there's a lot of like touching your own head and then bringing it down and touching your own butt and like doing like a body circle and stuff and like I dance like this in the comfort of my own room right. all the time. Uh-huh. But again, I never really have license to just be like, <laughs> love yourself in this sexual way in a group. Yeah, like I, I'm with you. I, I don't know if I have the desire to do that in front of 50 other women. I mean, but nobody really was looking. No, nobody's That's looking at We're you. All it's just feeling ourselves in close proximity to other people. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. I did feel like we were coming together in that moment. I just, I look ridiculous doing like mm. a booty pop. I just look ridiculous. It's like one of my favorite things to do. I would look at our instructor and she looks so fucking good doing it. Yeah. And then I look at myself in the mirror, which by the way, once was again, right I, was, I was two feet away from it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not, that shouldn't be legal. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap 
all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. So here's my issue with dance classes is if you don't know how to do the move correctly, 
do you feel like it's fucking with your body? Because sometimes I'm like, if I'm not thwomping properly, it's going to be like, it's going to fuck up my back or it's going to fuck up my legs. Or I, something I've like heard that. that about an imperfect thwomp. thwomp. I So my logic is like, if you can't do the move perfectly, just move. Just move. Yeah. Because, and it's almost better than trying to do the move when you know you can't do the move because mm-hmm. you could do it wrong. Mm-hmm. That's actually going to come up in another episode because we tried another class. Oh yeah, um, in the same week that I I did fuck something up very <laughs> very badly. But like just to move, I th- I think it's easy to get bogged down by like oh I'm not doing any of this right. Yeah, but really it's a cardio dance class. It's, yeah, it's not a true dance class. It's just to get you moving. There's so. no recital. Right. Your parents are not coming. Your parents are not coming. Something that I noticed is there's a lot of jumping jacks in 305. Yeah, I like those. I hate them. Why? They have always, always, always been so hard for me. I don't know why. I get so winded like immediately. And even like even when I was in my most peak condition, I would get winded from jumping jacks. And I started to feel really like down on myself that I was like, oh, I've been doing everything so well. And then we get to these jumping jacks and I like can't do it. And then I was like, but you literally have never been able to. So maybe right. is that okay? Maybe should I just do a little like butt kicks or run in place or whatever and not throw out the whole workout because I can't do jumping jacks. That's kind of exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, all right, like if the jumping jacks aren't happening, then yeah, do high kicks or something. You're still moving and do and the Freddy. What's the Freddy? It's that like you kick your legs out. It's in Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, I've seen that movie maybe 600 times. So I should know what you're talking do about. Freddy. But I guess I need to rewatch. Mm-hmm. No, but but yeah, I would say there's everybody has something like that. Like I'll tell you, I, I can't do push ups. Same. I mean, I could do like one push up. Mm-hmm. But you would think, and I get really frustrated with myself, yeah. you would think for the amount of like pull-ups that I do and other, like I, I do arm workouts Yeah, you're like, what's stuff. going on? I don't know why a push-up is so mm-hmm. difficult, but it it really is. So I don't even do the quote unquote girl ones. I just don't do them. I do the I'm modified like, ones because I'm, I, for, I think my thing with push-ups is my elbows and the modification Cause it's it fine. hurt. Wait, cause they hurt. It just your hurts elbow. my elbows. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I. You know. I don't know what. It, I just can't get my nose to the grindstone. And that's fine. Yeah. I they, do the ones where you like do it in the back. Tricep. The dips. tricep dips. Yeah, I yeah. can do those. Yeah. I hate them, but I can do them. But there is something that feels uh sad about not being able to do a push up. Yeah. Because that's that's fitness. Is push-ups. Fitness. Yeah. And and they tell you to do it in every class as if it's just something that you should mm-hmm. be able to inherently do. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can do crunches. Oh, the other one? Can't. Yeah, exactly. We were we had a well, let's talk about the structure of this class. Okay. I mean, I did say it's half cardio and half on the floor, but the first half in its entirety is just dancing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's kind of like line dancing. I would compare it to a flash mob, which I've always wanted to do. So <laughs> bucket list checked off. But they have a DJ mm-hmm. and the DJ was playing some pretty good music. Oh, he was unreal. 
So that's kind of a unique thing about this class is it's trying to foster a party atmosphere, mm-hmm. which I guess, I mean, is that unique? Because I feel like a lot of the classes. I was that- going to say everything we're like, it's so it's so cool because the music's good and the lights are low. It's like, <laughs> that's the gym now, that's I guess. That's kind of just like what people need. Yeah. People. It did, <laughs> it did feel not every place has a live DJ, though. That does add no, a little something different. Was I looking at him at all? No. Oh, I looked at him a lot. Oh, well, because you were right there. I was right there. And <laughs> yeah, I was in front. I was right where all the action is. No, I also, I just love to watch DJs make that pensive face. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when they're about to switch tracks, they like, do I'm this about, little- I'm about to hit a button. Like pensive transition face. I love watching their concentration. Also, I went on a date with a DJ once. Most mm-hmm. bizarre person I've ever met. I've never met a DJ- that had like a normal temperament. So a DJ is going to write in and say I'm an asshole. <laughs> you know those groundhogs I like to visit in Jersey? Yeah. I went to visit them the other day and none of them were there. Why? Because there's a DJ there oh. blaring his jams. Vibrating and, the ground. Yeah, and vaping. And they- <laughs> where, so where do you think the groundhogs went? Are they just deep underground? They went in their holes and they were like, we hate this music. Oh. We much See, prefer classical. But isn't that like a sanctuary for the groundhogs? Like, no, it's just a place where oh, they happen to be. They just happen to live there. It's just a place. I thought it was like a wildlife <laughs> preservation. Nope. All right. Well, case closed on, on Remy going to visit the groundhogs. But no, the DJ was really fun. I thought the instructor was really great. Mm-hmm. The moves themselves were at times challenging for me. Just the pace, you know, like... What, once I saw the instructor do it a couple times, then I could do it. But, um, you know, it's just, it's like keeping up with anything, like anything Corey, like some people are going to be better at it than other people. The I, girl I next felt to okay me, at it. I, I'm sure you were. No, I'm <laughs> like, because there's another class that we did that I was not okay at. And oh, okay, yeah. And we're going to get to that next yeah, week. We wanted but, to. But this class, I think it was a really good intro into dancing again for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, but like for me, I was like, I feel I can really, really follow this stuff. There's pot of rays. There's a lot of across the floor stuff that like you'll pick it back up because you used to do it as a kid. Yeah. Or something like that. Personally, my favorite move was when we would kind of grapevine to the side mm-hmm. and then turn around and grapevine to the other side and use it as a mechanism to travel to the back of the room. Yeah. That to me was like, we're in an in-sync video right now. Yeah. I thought we all looked really good. We did look really good. <laughs> and and we took we took some video of us dancing that I'm very I'm not gonna to be it. posting that. <laughs> Fair enough. Anything else you would like to share about the class before we say smash or pass? Sure. Yeah. I wish I had eaten more of the right thing before going. I only had goldfish in my stomach and I think for some reason I don't know if it was the class or I'm just noticing that um, planks. So we, we already discussed, I'm bad at jumping jacks. I'm also bad at planks and have always been, and they always kind of fuck with my stomach. So at one point I kind of like collapsed in the oh. plank cause it felt like I was getting like nauseous and she like came over and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just forgot that I'm bad at planks. What is it? Th- so you start to feel nauseous. Yeah. Interesting. Like it's like too much on my stomach, which I don't know if anybody else 
deals I mean, with that. It definitely really engages your core. So maybe if you're like mm-hmm. holding your stomach, then mm-hmm. that tension causes some nausea. And like there's more than I guess I can handle because in that I was just like, all right, I'll flip over and I'll do some little, little crunches. Sure. And they were fine. And that's fine. I mean, these were like 30 second to 45 second planks. So if yeah. you're not used to doing them, they mm-hmm. can be really, really intense. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at them but only because I do like minute long planks. Mm-hmm. Uh, any more than that though. I remember a, f- a few years ago, some friends looped me into doing um, a five minute plank challenge. Mm-hmm. And it was like working your way up to five minute planks. So it was like today do a 20 second plank tomorrow, do a 40 mm-hmm. second plank, whatever. And um, I never got to five minutes because I think I probably got to like a minute 15 and that was incredibly painful. It took a lot. Yeah. For me, this class was a smash. I would do it again. I was actually, and, and, you know, the jury was kind of out because I was like, I, you know, should I be in this class? No, I was having a little bit of imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. because it's a dance class and I am not a dancer Mm -hmm. and whatever. But then yesterday I was like, I wonder how often they do that class. Yeah. I wonder if there are other locations. And just that thought of like the possibility that I could go back to this class shows me that it was a smash. Yeah. We had fun. Yeah. And I had fun watching you. Thanks. <laughs> it was a smash for me as well. I think it's a great excuse to move your body and feel like you're in a club setting and then uh, not have a hangover. Yeah. Did you sweat out your hangover? I believe I did. The best. Yeah. That used to be my go-to, like for a hangover, is you would sweat it out. Sweat it out. But you could never predict if you'd be able to sweat it out. Like every so often you have a hangover that you're like, I couldn't possibly mm-hmm. even walk 10 feet. Mm-hmm. But So you can't really bank on it. Mm-hmm. But whenever I could do it, it was the most effective thing. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Speaking of sweating it out, I told you about my sunburn. And a thing that happens to me, and I think anybody when you have a sunburn, is sometimes you'll sweat and if you haven't exfoliated the burn off, it'll create these like little bubbles of sweat. And this, you guys are laughing at me. Does this okay, not happen? Okay, wait. No, I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I thought you were going to talk about peeling. I've never it is heard peeling. of peeling. But what are sweat blisters? So on my forearms, I took a picture of it so people can see, but I was getting, I worked out so hard that my forearms were sweating and I saw I had all these like little bumps or whatever. And I've, I've gotten them before. So I was like, Oh, my pores sweat. And I just didn't exfoliate like the dead skin or whatever. So you like kind of like rip the bubble and then like your whole arm is wet. Cause it's just the sweat that's been trapped in there trigger warning <laughs> sorry um but yeah that i've never noticed myself sweating on my forearms um but thanks to the sunburn i realized that this workout was extremely effective wow i know i've never heard of that before and i hope that never happens i just need me. a loofah yeah you need exfoliation but that. it's kind of fun honestly what's kind of fun Popping the, the bumps. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Listen, we all know it's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's never happened to me. But I did get a little jealous because I was looking at your sunburn. Mm -hmm. and, um, <laughs> I was looking at your sunburn after the class and it, it had started to peel. Yeah. And I was thinking, damn, I can't remember the last time I got, I got to, to peel, peel my sunburn. A, uh, yeah, like it's such a satisfying feeling. I'm so happy you said that because I've been offering it to Ben. I'm like, you want to peel? And he's like, no. And I'm like, weird. Oh, he doesn't like that weird. stuff? If you were peeling, I would go to town. Absolutely. Yeah. Does he pop pimples on your back? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. All right. He's not a fucking not a weirdo. Freak. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get into this week's Dear DST? Yes. I wonder if hers is about arm pimples. <laughs> 
Dear JST, I got a really bad sunburn. Now my whole body's covered in these bumps. You don't say. <laughs> Dear DST, I'm a longtime DST listener, and I've been loving your take on the show. I hope this makes it to you. It did. Thank you. And I would love your opinion and help. My relationship with food and exercise has been tumultuous for as long as I can remember. I can also confidently say I was orthorexic in college and in the years since my recovery has ebbed and flowed. Through lots of therapy and working with an RD who was amazing, I've tried to focus on accepting and loving my body as it is, listening to it in regard to exercise and destigmatizing how I talk and think about my food. Wow, this is like a college level essay. One thing my RD actually suggested that I loved was to refer to foods as helpful or unhelpful to my specific mm. body instead of healthy. Because something can be, quote, healthy and simultaneously not mix well with me and my IBS-sensitive tummy. Yeah. But what is unhealthy is forcing myself to eat those foods because I think I have to. Very astute. Anyway, all of this sounds great, right? Well, sure, until I whimsically decided to enter the lottery for a 10-mile run in my city. I entered it thinking I definitely wouldn't get in, and naturally I did. I decided to keep the bib because I wanted to challenge myself to do it and knew I would feel so accomplished when I crossed the finish line. But training for this run has slightly brought me back to my college orthorexia days. I'm running three to four days a week and previously was not a runner, so this has been a big change. I'm still trying to practice self-kindness and not overly push myself when I think I need a break or day off, but I can feel myself getting a bit obsessed and telling myself I have to run. What I'm struggling with the most is the slight difference I'm noticing in my body. Since I don't typically run, my body has subtly changed quickly. I'm trying to view these changes through a neutral lens, but I'm so nervous about the slippery slope I'm on. Especially knowing when I'm no longer training, my body will return back to normal and I can already feel the self-criticism that will come along with that. I'm a month out from the run and I have every intention to see this through, but I'm scared that I'll lose control and fall back into bad patterns. I would love your thoughts on this and any advice you may have for staying true to my recovery and myself while also challenging myself to achieve something I am actually excited about. Is this entire situation something not great for me or do you think there is a way to balance it? Thank you both for all that you do. I truly couldn't appreciate it more. The betch who randomly decided she could run. I like love the random decision of being like, well, maybe. I'm not going to get it, but maybe. As an impulsive girly, I hard relate to this. Yeah. I've chosen to do things then months later been like, why the fuck did I think I could do that? Mm -hmm. um, in this case, 10 mile run, I think is a pretty reasonable impulsive decision to make. Like that's something that you can work towards and you have I been. I could never. I, I really think you could. No, but anyway. I don't, I, no, no, <laughs> but listen, if you trained, like I really think most people could probably do a 10 mile run. It's not a marathon. It's not even a half marathon. Mm. Um, it takes work. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I'm just saying it, it is an attainable goal and she's working toward that goal. And I think that there is a lot of satisfaction that comes with reaching a goal that's just out of your reach. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just saying, I don't think it's attainable because I think it's so impressive. Like the fact that you could just be like, okay, I'm going to do this and you're doing it. Like, right. That's unreal. So already give yourself a pat on the back for just being like, I'm going to try this thing. Yeah. But also recognize that keeping the bib doesn't mean you have to keep going. Like if it is fucking with you so much, 
like there's no barrier to exit, you know, just just don't do it. But also I think it's really good that you are having these questions and being like, is it fucking up my life? Is it bringing back these things? Um, You mentioned orthorexia, which we talked about with Abby Sharp. That feels like a serious thing coming back if you genuinely feel it is. Yeah, I think, and you know, people have written in about similar things before. I think when you have had an eating disorder and especially a restrictive one like orthorexia, certain things can remind you of how you used to act. But even if the intention is completely different and Mm -hmm. right now it sounds like you just want to reach this fitness goal. The problem is that what's reminding you of your disorder is you kind of subtly seeing little changes in your body and thinking like, oh, well, when I don't have that anymore, I'm going to notice yeah. The reversion. Yeah. And that, this, this is like, it rings true for me too, because I think I've been getting like a little more cut in my shoulders after rumble or like mm-hmm. whatever. I'll go home and I'll feel like, oh, I've got abs again today. And then I even have the same thought of like, okay, what happens when like, I'm not doing this for work? Like, yeah. And am I still valid? And am I still like a worthy person? And like, it does feel like a form of body checking too when you're just noticing differences. Yeah, and it makes you feel kind of icky, or it makes yeah, me feel kind of it makes icky. me feel icky and hypocritical, and or that I'm regressing, like this listener as well. Like it just feels like it's kind of similar to when somebody gives you a compliment and says, mm-hmm. "Oh, you look so fit," mm-hmm. and then you think to yourself, "Oh, okay, so if I." you know, start to look a little less fit, Mm -hmm. this person's definitely going to notice. You know, I I think it's a similar thing where it's hard to just appreciate what your body is able to do right now Mm -hmm. without thinking about the future and like, can I keep this up or should I keep this up? Mm -hmm. But maybe that's good exposure therapy. Like maybe that's good to be able to see your body change and and acknowledge I am doing this for a goal. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this for the body to change. I'm doing it because I want to run 10 miles. And that's like a really cool, impressive thing I can say that I did. Yeah. And you can also remind yourself that these temporary changes are because, like you said, because you are reaching a fitness goal and the body is impermanent. Mm -hmm. Like our state of being is is constantly changing. We're always going to have body changes, especially like as you age you're going to notice more stuff every five years, something happens. And so on the one hand, I'm like, oh, it's like, you don't want to notice that. But on another, you're a person that notices things. So maybe it's a good thing to get acclimated to noticing those things and not putting a, a moral label on that noticing or not putting a moral label on that change. It's not like, oh, I have abs. So now I'm good. It's like, oh, I have abs. How interesting this week. Yeah. Or, but here, like here's more my, neutral, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I'm with you. But here's my question. This is something that I personally yeah. um, think about and wrestle with. Yeah. Is it okay to want to, you know, show that stuff off when you notice it? Or like, Ugh. not, or maybe not even show it off, but like, is it okay to enjoy having those things? Like, let's say you, mm-hmm. you have been working on your fitness for delicious and you start to notice that you have abs Mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, I like that. Like I look fucking hot. Like I want to show it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
that is inherently not neutral because you're thinking, oh, I like that. Like, I look good right now. But we oftentimes say, like, be attracted to yourself in areas that like other people don't deem it. So it's like, just because it's a conventional body standard doesn't mean you can't take pleasure in your body. That's true. I mean, that's how I tend to feel about, about it too. But then the negative side of that is like, okay, but if I don't maintain this, am I going to feel bad about it? Yeah. And I guess if you can check yourself and, and promise yourself that you'll have respect and and yeah just respect for your body no matter what it looks like mm-hmm. then it's okay to appreciate those things mm-hmm. um take a picture too yeah take so, a picture I mean I don't know if that's healthy for some people I don't know I don't know <laughs> no, for but me like, sometimes I'm like no but I just I just want to like cement the like my body looking like this or whatever and I can like look back and be like oh yeah, no, but I definitely and but I also think like taking a picture of yourself after you complete your run. Fuck yeah. It's not just about and how have you have a look. party. Definitely have a party. Celebrate have, your win. I mean, I would probably have like seven bagels after running 10 miles. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't think I've ever run 10 miles in a row. And that's why I'm saying it's impressive for this no, person. No, it is impressive. Who, yeah. But and kudos to you for doing it. I think finish out this goal. But I'm not, keep checking in. Like, yeah, if keep you checking feel in. Feel bad. Like, I also hope that you are continuing to speak to a therapist. I um, think she is. Okay, and yeah, because you did ex- mention a therapist. That's why I'm excited. And an like, are you still seeing your RD? Because yeah, I'm not sure about that. The RD might have just been like to diagnose this IBS stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure, but. Yeah, I mean, it can't it can't hurt. You have professionals in your life who are there to to help you if anything actually does go south. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I I really wouldn't stress too much out about it. I think the thing that you said about becoming used to impermanence mm-hmm. in your body it's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I'm working on. Is like I don't have to stay the same way or yeah. like I, I'm not only healthy if I stay in the same body like I, I'm trying to accept that my body my body can change as many times as mm-hmm. it wants to mm-hmm. and I think that's like what we're all striving for you know yeah also at some point you might start lo- uh, gaining weight because of all the muscle that you're building and stuff and so like your body might change that way too if you're still getting better at running focus on that yeah you know that your body is building itself up to carry you. Totally. I want to know if she continues running because I feel like some people do start running for a competition and mm-hmm. then they never stop. Mm-hmm. But then some people train for like a half marathon or something and then they never want to like, run that again. That was enough for me. Yeah. yeah. Everybody who's ever done a half has said to me like, oh, you could do it. Like you wouldn't even need to train. Like you could do it. Like there, there's yeah. mass propaganda. The last time I like set out to do any like real running was the presidential fitness exam in high school. And I ran an 11, 10th grade? 11 minute mile. And I think that's the best I can do. That's pretty good. Is it? Uh, well, it's not like phenomenal. I don't think it is. <laughs> it's, it's not. I think 11 minutes is passable if I remember mm, correctly. I think it was like right there. 10 and a half yeah. was like the idea. Deal yeah. or whatever. I could run a 10 minute mile. 
Good for you. Yeah. But I was always heavy. Like I that, that's another thing to keep in mind is like the way you look does not always correlate to how fit you actually are. So Literally. Like, if you're noticing, oh, I look like more fit, okay, but that at the end of the day, that is just an aesthetic. Yeah. I was a chubby kid and I could run a 10 minute mile. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not a flex. It's not that fast, but like I wasn't, you know, collapsing after one lap, you know. It's fitness can look different on everybody. So Mm-hmm. I, I say, if you like what you see right now, appreciate that, but don't think you need to stay like that. Mm-hmm. And talk to your therapist because they'll they'll they know you better than we do, um, and they'll they'll tell you to stop if you need to, and they'll tell you to keep going if it feels like it suits you. Totes. Uh, let us know how the run goes. Yeah, and we love you. Love you. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Review, subscribe, rate the show well. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.